0: From Sandwich Community TV, I'm Manx Taiki Magyar and this is Blindside, the entire audio interviews that I've cut to make my short-form video documentaries. In the fall of 2016, myself and previous employee, Payson Teckham, spoke with Dawn Gates Allen, Director of Member Services for the Cape Cod Cranberry Growers. She told us all about the industry and how important cranberries were for the economy. So if you want to give a little bit, a little history about cranberries on Cape Cod.
1: Sure. I know it Um, might be long, but... (laughs) No, I'll try and sum it up. Um, Well, cranberries originated on Cape Cod with Captain Henry Hall discovering that sand blowing on the, the cranberry vine itself stimulated vine growth. So Cape Cod is the home and the origins of the cranberry industry for the United States.
2: Wow. So more localized to Cape Cod even than Massachusetts in general?
1: Well, the origins are definitely Cape Cod, but we actually migrated off of Cape Cod to the mainland to Plymouth County and uh, Bristol County, primarily during the Revolutionary War, um, the the soil components that were here were ideal for cannonballs, and so the soil components actually helped support the war efforts, and so the Cranberry industry moved off of Cape Cod over here to the mainland.
0: I actually just found out that Carver is like where Ocean Spray was, is developed. Is that- so
1: Ocean Spray, their headquarters are actually in Middleborough, Lakeville, and they have receiving plants um, or stations actually in Carver. And their, their manufacturing plant for Massachusetts is in the town of Middleborough. So they span the towns of Middleborough, Lakeville, uh, and Carver.
0: Neat. Um, another big thing is like we, we see, we grew up on caves, so we see cranberries all the time but we think it's kind of an interesting, you know, economy Where like how, because it's only in the fall. Right. So, and these farmers just kind of just do cranberries. Can you talk about the economy, like how it works and?
1: Sure. So the economic value of the cranberry industry, you know, was a multiplying effect. So when you look at the value of our crop from say the 2015 crop, it's about a 99. $1.8 million crop to us as the Cranberry industry. But then again, when you look at the multiplying effect and how we benefit the local economy, you're looking at about $1.4 billion. Um, And then from a labor standpoint, our industry employs about 6,900 people. So there's a big give back to our local economy from this Cranberry industry. And then when you're looking at um, land that we actually hold, So there's about 13,000 producing acres in Massachusetts. When you look at that 13,000 acres of land, the cranberry industry actually has about 64,000 acres of land total. So we provide a huge environmental, you know, um, positive benefit to the environment, you know, for water, open space, um, and new things that are happening in our industry is ag tourism. So we're, we're we're bringing people from all over the world to Massachusetts to Cape Cod to actually experience cranberries, um, where they're grown, how to cook with them, and so we're happy to be able to give back.
0: How much, uh, I don't know, this is off topic, how how much money do you think comes from, like how much money are people making
1: for, for cranberries? So the the economic value of the cranberry when we're picking them there's a cost to grow cranberries and so right now we're looking at a at a true cost um, anywhere from 35 to particularly about $42 a barrel. Um, So every grower has a contract for the most part to sell their fruit and it's basically whatever the market can bear. So there's there's, there's ranges in what we're all receiving Um, but it's probably not fair to divulge you know exactly what every grower is making, but I can I can express that the cranberry industry is well below the cost of production right now, and so we're working on efforts to help spur new sales through marketing initiatives and, and partnerships that we have with our handlers.
2: Do do like are most uh, bogs and most people who are growing do they work through you guys or are they like is that how it is it a corporate yeah
1: so. Great question. So the Cape Cod Cranberry Growers Association is a voluntary membership. So just like you would have the um, Massachusetts Nurses Association, we're the Cape Cod Cranberry Growers Association and we're a voluntary membership. And so when you think about how many growers are in Massachusetts, we actually have a little over 400 uh, members, in, or 400 growers, and we probably capture about 70% of those folks as members. So we're quite happy as a volunteer, voluntary membership organization that people look to the Cape Cod Cranberry Growers Association for our leadership for government um, relations at, at the State House, as well as working on initiatives at the local level with our local town halls and, and things of that nature to help support the industry.
0: How's the uh, current economy at this state? Is it kind of like, I mean, consistent
1: or? Um, So I would say in the last five years, we've been seeing a a slowdown in the price for the grower return. But like everybody else, if you have a house, you have to have your fuel, your groceries, everything is creeping up in, in the cost to grow our crop. And so we look to do things that are sustainable. Uh, to reduce fuel costs. So a lot of growers actually have um, invested in their their farms. Uh, We have about $65 million in investments going back into the farm for sustainable farming practices. So it could be automated irrigation systems that help reduce fuel, uh, the carbon footprint. And so by using these type of technologies, we're doing precision watering and irrigation for hot and cold temperatures. Uh, So some of us as growers are are reducing our water needs by 30 percent, but also that equates in the gallons of fuel we're using as well, whether it's diesel fuel or liquid propane, the LP. So lots of sustainable practices being done at the farm to help keep farms, you know, uh, sustainable.
2: How about the fruit itself? Like you talked about, like, marketing efforts. Like, uh, you know, what do you like about cranberries and, like, how how do you hope to... You know, get more people, you know, what do you do to to sell the fruit, the cranberry? Like, what does that entail?
1: So, for me as a grower, I I freeze about 50 pounds of cranberries a year. What I like about the cranberry is it's it's diverse. It doesn't have a lot of sugar. So, for me, I'm not one that takes in a lot of sugar uh, by choice. And so, I can add the sugar as I want with fresh cranberries. So, by freezing 50 pounds of cranberries a year, I can make my own recipes at home, whether it's, you know, smoothies or baked goods, uh, cranberry sauces and I can substitute instead of using water, you know for my flavorings I would actually use an orange juice or maybe a cranberry juice. So, you know, there's there's lots of things people can do with cranberries that are very versatile It's a real versatile crop that be that can be consumed at our kitchen tables for breakfast lunch and supper So it's probably one of the things I'm I'm always pleased about with cranberries do
0: you, So you're you're kind of like in cranberries all the time. Do you do you just love it? Like-
1: well, I'm a fourth-generation grower, and I have daughters, twin daughters, that are going to the Mass Maritime Academy. So they're five generations. So, yeah, we we are the true farmer um, eat, drink, and sleep farming, uh, eat, drink, and sleep cranberries. And um, you know, without farmers, there's no food. So we really we really work hard at educating the community on the value of the farms, our local farms, um, and what our importance is. You know, to the local economy, the industry. Um, so yeah, I, I love cranberries.
0: <laughs> that's interesting, a fifth generation. Right, so, I know. And so your daughters are going into Mass Maritime.
1: Right. Will that
0: come back into as far as
1: just? So what, I, what our girls are doing at Mass Maritime, one of our daughters, Mariah, is an environmental protection major. And so she's looking um, at specializing in um, water quality. Um, so that's a great thing for this industry because we need water, uh, any farmer needs water and water is the lifeline to all of us, whether we're agriculture, you know, the, our residential uh, family, commercial businesses, we all need water and we're all responsible for our water. My other daughter, Nicole, is majoring in international maritime business and she's minoring in law. So what she's really hoping to do to bring back to the farm is you know, if we looked at our family um, or the industry, how can we export our fruit you know, overseas? How can we distribute our fruit You know, across the country, you know, logistically, can it be done better? And so, those are the things you know that she's honing in on at Mass Maritime are are logistics.
2: That's really interesting. Um, I was going to ask about. uh, Um, not not too much.
0: I mean, you, yeah, you had a lot of information there.
2: The harvesting process would be the only. I mean, if there's some quick
1: quick snippets. So everybody's familiar with the beautiful crimson harvest where the berries are floating and that accounts for about 95 percent of the Massachusetts crop but also the national crop. Five percent would be for the dry fruit and dry fruit is actually fruit that you would buy in the produce section where you would buy your lettuce, your apples, your strawberries. The fresh fruit is only available October, November, and December so we always try and promote you know buy one, maybe buy two for later or three for later. Again, because that crop is a limited time um, to be sourced locally. Um,
2: the, dry, so the dry harvest, someone, we talked to another guy and they said they do like partial, partial dry harvest and partial wet. Right. But what is, so you, if you harvest it wet, you can't package that? In the...
1: So in Massachusetts, we haven't really mastered um, water picking cranberries and drying them for fresh fruit. And so what we actually do here in Massachusetts, all of our wet cranberries are actually frozen and they're put into cranberry sauce, anything that would be processed, sweetened dried and juices. Um, so the fresh fruit again, it accounts for 5% of the crop and it's sold you know, seasonably. Um, and there are some local growers, uh, Cape Cod Select, Blue Water Farm, they provide um, fresh cranberries and I believe you can also source those folks out for frozen as well. So if you're looking for frozen cranberries in your markets throughout the year, you know, there there are some choices now popping up where you can actually source locally frozen cranberries, which is helpful.
2: Yeah, no, I, I definitely didn't know that you couldn't, or that, that you wouldn't uh, package those fresh r- cranberries if they were floating, they had to be dry. Right, right. Um, so is that through, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh no, so
1: in Massachusetts, that's basically how our crop is, um, raised you know we do have when you look at that five percent of our growers that dry harvest it might not be by choice it might be because they don't have lots of water reserves and maybe you know it's an ancient old bog that didn't expand or they don't have the ability to expand to put in larger resources of of water and so they would be considered you know a a fresh fruit grower Uh, the growers that are um, larger in scale typically have areas where they have Ponds, reservoirs, um, and, and resources for irrigation and harvest as well. Yeah.
2: yeah. Do, you have, do you have anything
0: last, you'd uh, like to say about your association? We'd um, like the public here.
1: So the nice thing about the Cape Cod. Cranberry Growers Association is we are here as a voluntary membership but we always like people to know that if they have a question about a cranberry farm or it's pollination time and the bees are moving in if if residential neighbors have questions or concerns they're always welcome to call our association and we're here to help answer questions to the best of our ability we really believe in uh, cranberries 101 neighbor to neighbor and um, we think that's the best thing we can do for our, um, our local region is be available for education and outreach as well.
0: And I guess what's the best thing just a public consumer can do? Just buy them at your local grocery store? Or?
1: Yeah, so I think the best thing we can do is, is when we go in the grocery store and myself, um, be familiar with who your local supplier of food is. You know, So for here in Massachusetts, we have, we have great uh, vendors that sell fresh fruit. Ocean Spray, everyone is familiar with this. The decas Company, uh, we have Blue Water Farms that's fairly new and they're out of Wareham. They sell fresh fruit and some processed fresh, fresh pressed drinks. There's Willow's Cranberry also in Wareham. And I apologize, oh, and we also have Cape Cod Select. So we, we have lots of folks here that sell direct, um, you know, to your local store. So look for locally grown food um, from Massachusetts.
0: Dawn's family has been involved with Cranberries for multiple generations, and she continues to protect and improve the economy and the environmental aspects around the industry. Blindside is a Sandwich Community TV podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platform or visit us directly at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org so you can stay up to date with all the newest content. Thanks for listening.